This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. This morning, I'll be talking to you about the victor's mindset, or you can title it the victorious mindset. The victor's mindset is the mindset that God wants every believer to carry. This is very important, and please pay attention. It's very important that every one of us as a believer, we carry a victorious mindset. Because the mindset by which you live will determine how far you go. I repeat again, the mindset by which you live will determine how far you go. And that is why it's very important you know that there is a mindset for the believers. The people that have been redeemed, the people that have come into the kingdom of God, they carry the mindset of God himself. Praise the Lord. And the mindset of God is the mindset of success. It's impossible for God to fail. If it's impossible for God to fail, do you know according to divine plan, it's impossible for any child of God to fail, but you can choose to fail. According to divine plan, it's impossible for God to fail. And it's impossible for any and every child of God to fail according to divine plan. But you can choose to fail. And failure is a mindset. Success is a mindset. Praise the Lord. So let me give you a few definitions before I go. Who is a victor? A person who defeats an enemy or opponent. That is very simple. If I have defeated an enemy or opponent, you call me what? Victor. And the one defeated, what do you call the guy, the guy that, that was defeated? Is a what? Is a victim. And I want to believe that there is no victim in this place. If you came here as a victim, you are working out as a victor. In the mighty name of Jesus. Then what is a mindset? Listen to this. A mindset is a fixed mental attitude or a particular way of thinking. A mindset is a what? Fixed mental attitude. That is the way the guy will do stuff. Or a particular way of thinking. A pattern of thinking. And I told you, there is a mindset, there is a pattern of thinking for a child or for every child of God. And you must learn it. You must know it. You must apply it and you must see it work in your life. If you are going to be a victorious Christian or a victorious child, a, a, a child of God that carries victory around. Now let me give you the scripture for the day. First John chapter 4 verse 4. Pay attention to this scripture, very loaded and powerful. First John chapter 4 verse 4. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 4 verse 4, I'm going to read the amplified version. I can read the King James version, then I'll read the amplified version. But listen to the amplified version first. The Bible says, little children, you are of God. You belong to him and have already, watch that, and have already defeated and overcome them, the agent of the Antichrist or the enemies. Because he who lives in you is greater than or mightier than he who lives in the world. Praise the Lord. Little children, ye have overcome them. Little children, you have what? You, ye have overcome them. I want you to see something about, about, about the word there. It made us to know that we belong to God. We belong to who? We belong to God. That is our identity and our DNA is that of God. So the reason why I can claim victory or I can claim to be a victorious man is because of who I belong to. 
So ye belong to God. Ye are of God. That's what King James said. Ye are of God, little children. Ye are of God. He said, and you have overcome them. Who are they? Who are the them? The adversary, the devil. Say, you have overcome them. Why? Have I overcome them? Because of what? There's a DNA that is at work in me. Greater is he that is inside of me. Now watch it. It's not talking about the one that is outside. See, there is a greater one that is inside of me than he that is opposing me outside. And that is the secret of my victory. See, you, you have see, and I love that opening, little children. You know what it's making us to know? It doesn't matter how small or how old you are in the Lord. He said, you are a victor. See, little children, ye are of God. You belong to God. You are God's property. The mark of divinity is upon you. You belong to God. There is a stamp of heaven on you. You belong to God. Even the kingdom of the devil, they know. But it's troubling when we discover that the people that are supposed to know, they don't know that they belong to God. Praise the Lord. Imagine if the president is sending a message to this place today. What will he do? There is a seal of the presidency on the envelope he's going to send to pastor. And very soon, he'll be sending sending for you in the mighty name of Jesus. There will be a seal of the president on it. So the moment pastor sees it, this is from who? The presidency. So when he opens it, he knows it's a personal message from the presidency. The same thing with you and I. There's a seal, there's a stamp of God upon your life and upon my life. And God wants us to be aware of that. Now, you must be conscious of this. He said, there is somebody out there that opposes you. And his name is the enemy. Be conscious of the fact that we have an enemy. It is Christian stupidity or stupidity of the highest order not to be conscious of the fact that there's an enemy out there. The moment you are born again, you are born into battles. You must know that the moment you become a child of God, you have aligned yourself with God and the enemy of the most high God becomes your enemy. Praise the Lord. So let me share scriptures with you. Number one, in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8, say, be sober, 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8, say, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, so you have an adversary. Your adversary, who is his, what is it? what is his name? The devil. Walks about like a royal, like your seeking whom he may devour. So, the scripture made us to know that we have an adversary. You must be conscious of that. That's why I told us we should be sober and we should be vigilant. Pay attention. Be careful. He said, because we have an adversary. And his name is who? The devil. He said, this guy is always on assignment. And Jesus Christ told us his assignment in John chapter 10 verse 10. Who can remind me what, what Jesus said about the enemy? What is his assignment? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. And you must know something. Whenever the enemy is stealing from you and you are saying nothing, what will he go ahead and do? When he's stealing, you are saying nothing. What will he do? And he's killing and you are saying nothing. What will he do? He will destroy. That is the assignment. But when you notice that he wants to steal, what must you do? You rise up with a victorious mindset and say, who goes there? Stop. In the name of Jesus. And that is the language you understand. Do you understand? So, you have an adversary, and his name is the devil. It's again, in, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, listen to this, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, he said, for we do not wrestle 
against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Now, he made us to know the hierarchy of the kingdom of darkness that are being governed by the devil himself. He made us to know that there are hierarchies of kingdom of darkness that are set up against the children of God. He said, we wrestle not. He said, so when you see your brother angry with you or hateful of you, that guy is not the problem. There is a personality that is working behind him or her. So you don't hate the, an individual. You don't fight against an individual. You attack the spirit behind what the individual is doing. That is how you develop a victorious mindset. It is a defeated mindset to hate people. God doesn't hate people. It's a defeated mindset to be fighting people. And then there is somebody in church you are not greeting. You are so small. Your mindset is very small. Somebody coming this way, you are going that way. Because you don't want to greet her. You are not a Christian. Because no matter what is happening between you and that, that, that individual, it's not the issue. There is somebody engineering what the person is doing. So that is why he said, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. He said, the guy that is controlling most of any stuff that is happening, their principality, their power, rulers of darkness, of the spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Praise the Lord. So be conscious of the fact that there is an adversary. And then there's a caveat to that. Listen to this. The greatest battle of your enemy is over your purpose in life. Watch this. The greatest battle of the enemy. The enemy, one day the Lord told me, he said, son, the enemy is not fighting people actually not to make heaven. He said, that is not his greatest battle. He said, the greatest battle is against purpose. So if the enemy can get you off purpose, he has taken you off course. That was what the enemy did from the beginning. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 9, when Adam was taken off his purpose, you know what? When God came down, God told him, Adam, where are thou? He was no longer where he was supposed to be. He has been taken off course. And then Adam said, I heard your voice in the garden. And when I heard your voice, I was afraid. Why? Because I discovered I was naked. And then the thought is, and I hid myself. Adam was taken off purpose. Adam was taken off from his place. The moment the enemy knew he has done that, he knew Adam was finished. So the greatest battle of the enemy is to take you off course, off purpose. You can see a successful man, a successful woman, as long as the success is not in divine purpose, is a failure. Can I repeat that? You can see someone that is so successful, so put together, as long as the success and whatever accomplishment is not in line with divine mandate of heaven for that life, it's a waste of destiny. And the devil knows. And I'm not saying the Lord told me, he says, son, if you are in the line of your divine purpose and your assignment for your life, I've already planned it, it will lead you into heaven. He said, but if you go off course, you will struggle to survive. And while you are struggling to survive, you will be compromising. And eventually, you are going to go to hell. Are you getting that? So, your greatest discovery in life and your greatest battle is for the enemy not to take you off course. And I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that it doesn't matter where you are located right now. By the mercy of God, God will put you at the center of purpose in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I said, I pray that God will direct your step into the center of your purpose in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now listen to this as I go on. The mindset. 
How do you develop that mindset? I'm going to be brief because we're going to pray. Number one thing that you must realize to develop the mindset of a victor is that you were born a victor. How was I born? I was born a victor. You were born a victor. According to 1 John chapter 5 verse 4. According to 1 John chapter 5 verse 4. Listen to what the Bible says. It says, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatever. He said, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. He said, whatever, whatsoever is born of God, anything that God gives birth to, the DNA of victories is already inside that guy. He said, so that guy overcomes everything that the devil can throw at him on her. So you must have this mindset. The moment I'm born, and when you say born of God, that is you are born again properly. Because we discovered that they are born with Uru also in the church. They are partial born. And there are people that are real born again. You must make sure that you are genuinely born again. And the moment you are born again, you must have this mindset that I am born a victor. So I have no alternative than to live victoriously. I am born a success. I have no alternative than to be successful. That is in my DNA. That is in my composition. That is the way that God made me in Christ. Praise the Lord. And then number two, when you have the, when you, when you understand that the entry level into the mindset of a victor is the fact that you were born a victor when you gave your life to Christ. So if you are here this morning and you are not yet born again or you are backsliding, it's an opportunity to come back into the place of victory and dominion in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Number two, my faith is a weapon of victory. My faith is a weapon of what? Weapon of victory. According to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, 9 is the one I'm going to read. When he talks about who we were, who, who, who we are right now, then in verse 9, he told us about the devil, that the devil goes about seeking whom he may devour. Then in verse 9, he said, whom you resist steadfastly, by what? In the faith. See, the devil is your adversary. He goes around about his assignment. He says, but you as a victor, you must resist him. And you must resist him in the faith. Then check this one again. First John chapter 5. That is just the place we read up there. Chapter 5, verse 4, and then I will read verse 5. In verse 4, he made us to know that whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our Faith. Then look at five. He said, who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the son of God. Now pay attention now. You know, he told us in First Peter chapter 5 verse 9 that we resist the devil steadfastly by faith. Then he said, who is he that overcomes the world? See, the one that overcomes the world is the one that believes that Jesus Christ is who? The son of God. Then I'm going to ask you a question. There is two, there are two words there. We look at the word faith. Resist the devil by faith. Then he told us that who is, is a, who is a victor? He said, is the one that I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Pay attention now. There's a difference between belief and faith. There's a difference between what? Belief and faith. And here is what I'm, where I'm going to take time to explain to you. Because the moment you get this, you, your mindset of victory is in place. Listen to this. Do you remember the woman with the issue of blood? 
in Mark chapter 5. How many of us remember the woman we did over in Mark chapter 5? You know that woman, she did something. The Bible says she said within herself, I will do what? I, 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 if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. That is belief. That is belief. She believed that she can be healed. Then you know where faith is? Faith is putting action to believe. And then she arose. And then she did what? She touched. It, then Jesus Christ said, daughter, thy faith, not thy belief. Thy faith, not thy belief, has made thee whole. Many of us stop at the place of belief. Not knowing that you can never be victorious without putting action to your belief. Do you, do you get that? That is how you develop a victorious mindset. You must first believe. But it doesn't stop there. You must put action to your belief. Look at Romans chapter 10 verse 10. He said, with the heart man believes unto righteousness. But with the mouth confession is made unto what? Salvation. That means if I believe and I refuse to confess the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I will not be born again. Do you see that? He said, with the heart will we preach to you? Yes, we, in the earth, we, we preach to you. You say, yeah, it's true. Jesus Christ is the son of God. And you, you, kept, you, you, didn't say, you didn't do anything. You won't be born again. Because there are many people, even the devil believes. Yeah, he, he, he knows. But he's not going to be born again. Do you understand? So he said, with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. It's an agreement that God, okay, what you said is true. That is belief. But he said, but with the mouth, Confession must be made unto what? Salvation. And what is salvation? Salvation is so so. It comprises everything that Christ came for. Healing is there. Deliverance is there. Prosperity is there. Everything you want in Christ is in salvation. Say, but it's with the mouth. But it starts with what? Believe in the heart. I must believe in my heart. If I don't believe in my heart, the process of faith is not, I've not started it. But the moment I believe in my heart that what God said is true and right about me. Look at God said, by stripes we were healed. Then you sit down. Every time and anywhere I go to pray for people for healing, either in crusade, church, or personal, or anywhere, the first thing that the Lord instructed me, I should tell them, is that I am not about to heal you. That God has instructed me that. Let, let them know. I am not about to heal them. I healed them when? Over 2,000 years ago. See, establish that with them. So tell them they don't need to beg me to be healed. Because you don't beg for what has been given. So begging God to heal you is an abnormal prayer. Is it because I have already healed them? By his stripes, we were healed. You don't beg God to forgive you your sin. Christ already paid the price for your forgiveness. Oh God, oh God, please, please, if you don't save me to the ball. No. What must you do? Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Do you understand? So the moment we have this kind of mindset, victory over everything in life becomes easy because victory has already been obtained for us. Praise the Lord. Victory is already obtained for us. So, you want to be born again, what must you do? 
you first of all believe that truly Jesus Christ died for your sins on the cross of Calvary, that the price for your forgiveness was paid. It doesn't matter how big, gigantic your sins are. It doesn't matter to God. The same blood that forgave the one that lied is the same blood that will forgive the one that killed. I used to tell people, by the time they wanted to keep Ben Laden, if only God has given him mercy, and the guy just, Jesus, please, in the name, have mercy on me. Please forgive me. I receive forgiveness of sin, and I confess Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. You kill me. The guy will be in heaven, and the guy that came to kill him, if they refuse to confess Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and not the people he has killed, probably will be in hell, and the guy that killed them will go to where? We go to heaven. People say God is not fair. I say, it's not about God not fair. It's about the principles that God has put in place. Do you understand? Look at Paul. Paul deal with so many Christians and many of them died. And some might probably have gone to hell. And Paul, the guy became an apostle. He said, I'm, I'm the least. He said, but God have mercy on me. Praise the Lord. So belief must start from where? From the mind or from the heart. But belief must be given action. And that is what we call faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. The same thing, without faith, it's impossible to have a victorious mindset. Do you, are, you, are you getting something this morning? Because the moment your mind is rightly positioned in the kingdom of God, access to the things of the kingdom become easy. Your prayer, because at times we waste prayer on things that we should not be praying about. Because we are asking God to do what he has already done. And then you are asking God to do what he said you should do. He said, if you shall say to this mountain, and then you are asking God to get straight to the mountain, no, he will not talk to mountain for you. Because he has given you authority. He said, behold, I give you authority over Scorpio, over Scorpio. He said, God, please rebuke the devil. No, I'm not going to rebuke the devil for you. Because I've given you what? Authority. You refuse to use it, let the devil keep tormenting you. When he pepper you and your children and your family and all of you, one day you wake up. But a victorious mindset, I told you, whenever you notice devil want to steal, what must you do? Stop! In the name of Jesus. You just tell him. Because of what? I've been quickened together with Christ. I've been raised together with him. I'm sitting in heavenly place. I'm far above principality and power. I cannot be molested. I cannot be insulted. You're letting them know. The moment he gets to know by declaration that you know who you are, what will he do? He backs off. But the guy comes around. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, please help me. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, oh, please help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Lord, Father, please help me. Pastor, Pastor. What are you? You are not having a victorious mindset. Because God needs you strong. Because there are people that will be coming to you from now on for help. And you are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Light carries a mindset of victory because light understands something that by creation I have dominion over darkness. That is the dominion mindset of, of light. It knows every time I show up, darkness must just disperse. The same thing with you. Every time you show up, even without saying anything, because of the mindset. Don't you know that a man with a victorious mindset, the way they swag is different. High five. No, wait, wait, 
see them come, you just know that this guy, and the devil knows. The guy that is a victim, the way they swag is different. When they enter into the place, they are looking down. And the moment you see them in church, in no time at all, everybody is their enemy. The way that one is looking at me, doesn't like me. I don't know what I've done to them in this church. This one doesn't greet me. I don't know what I've done to them in this church. The pastor too. I don't know what is happening in this church. I love them. May God have mercy on them. They are not holy people. It's a victim mindset. A victorious mindset guy coming to the church. Hallelujah. This is a great place. I love it here. Everybody is good. My God. Wow. I'm at home here. Hallelujah. I'm blessed. Ooh, look at my pastor. Tall and handsome. That guy likes me. My God. Amen. That is a victorious mindset. It's a mindset of positivity in everything. It's positive. He believes. His glass always is full or half full. Not empty or half empty. It's a mindset of a victor. It's a, vict- it's a mindset of the kingdom. And it's a mindset that we get everything that you want in the kingdom into your hand. As you go home today, you must go home with that mindset. I give you this testimony as a random. Pay attention to this testimony. Victorious mindset. My last son, I have three boys. My second boy, I think he's almost taller than pastor now. 13 years old. He's a, a basketballer. My last son was about five years old. Somebody blessed me with a jeep when this Kia Sportage came out. The Kia, the Kia Sportage, the jeep. Somebody blessed me with it. So, we had a powerful service that morning and I needed to go from that service, rush to another another uh, location to go have another program. And from where I, I am to where I was, I was going was about two hours. So I, did, I must drive fast. I must I just get out of the... So as I just dropped the mic, I just rushed out. Not knowing that my son saw me and he ran after me. So I entered the car from my parking lot and I just reversed. I reversed over him. I actually reversed over his leg. And as people shouted, hey, pastor, I drove forward again. I re- I climbed him the second time. And the, now, after a powerful service, everybody came out shouting, hey, God, hey, God. I came out of the car and I carried my son. The leg were dangling because the devil strategically positioned the tire. It was over the nails so that there would be nothing to recover. He was wearing a cordial, very thick trouser. You know, in the cold, we wear very, something very thick. It was torn. I carried the boy. I said, Jesus. My wife came out. When my wife saw what happened, my wife was crying. She entered the car. She entered the car. I gave her my son. I entered the car. The, the protocol cleared, the, cleared my back because people all crowded everywhere. I drove out with speed. They already called the hospital. They were waiting for us. And as we were going, victorious mindset. They that believe shall not be ashamed. They that believe shall not be ashamed. Oh Lord my God, I'm looking unto you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemy triumph over me. Psalm 25 verse 2. They that believe. No! Because the devil, as I was driving to the hospital, the devil began to paint picture. See, this boy is going to be, they're going to cut the two legs of this boy is going to be witcher for the rest of his life. And every time that this boy look at this leg, this boy will know that you are the one that crippled him. You are going to live with this. Let me see how you are going to continue to preach and come to tell people that God does miracle. The devil was 
painting the future for me. And the more he painted, the more I shouted, No! In the name of Jesus, I refuse. My wife, she didn't even know why I was. I refuse to accept that. No! No! I will not be ashamed. I will not be ashamed. The devil, you can't win. You have lost this battle. And I began to pray in the spirit with intensity that as I was driving, the car also was shaking. And between the time I drove from the church to the hospital, miracles were happening. Listen to this. So I'm going to pray for somebody this morning. As we got to the hospital, they already told the doctor, they came out, they, brought, they took the child and everything, put it on the stretcher. They said, look, look at the leg. Told it, they removed the cordry, told everything off. So we're taking him to the x-ray room. We want to see the extent of damage. What do you say? Yeah, we say we, I drove the jeep. You drove the jeep over Quickly. They took to the house. I said, my wife, we heard her. We continue to print on. Man, no time for tears. A man, a victorious man, don't cry. He don't cry for the devil. And they say, Oh God, have me high. No cry here. No cry. What must you do? You laugh. You laugh at the devil. Then you have lost this battle already. And we began to pray in the spirit. We began to we turned the, the hospital to a prayer house. And after some minutes, if you have about 30 minutes or 45 minutes, the doctor came out. What did you say happened? I said, I drove the jeep over his legs twice on his knee. Are you saying, no, you want to, you, are you trying to say you drove the jeep beside him? I said, over. I was the one that drove. And I had, it's because when you climb something in the jeep, you know, when I climbed back again, I knew. He said, sir, your story is not credible. No, no, no. I said, it's what the devil did that is not credible. What God did is the one that is credible. He said, tell me the news. He said, from examining, nothing happened. He said, nothing happened. He said, nothing happened. They wrote, I said, let me see my child. The same afternoon, the boy jumped down from the stretcher and he began to walk. Today is a footballer. A victorious mindset. If I have given in to defeat, that boy might be on wheelchair today. The mindset that you develop from today will determine what will happen to you tomorrow. Rise upon your feet. Rise upon your feet. Rise upon your feet. I'm going to tell the Lord that Father, any wrong belief, wrong mindset that I came with into this place, by the reason of the word that I've received, let them be transformed. Change my mindset. Change my mindset. I refuse the mindset of a victim. I refuse the mindset of the poor. I refuse the mindset of the sick. I refuse every negative mindset. Whatever the enemy has said concerning me, I refuse to accept in the mighty name of Jesus. I will only believe the report of God. Go ahead, reject whatever is not of God. Reject from your life. Reject from your life. In the name of Jesus, reject from your life. In Jesus' name, we pray. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room 
on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthronum.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.